0: Hold on to your butts. It's a comic exposure interview.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Comic Exposure Podcast. My name is Josh Buckley, and you are tuning in to a very special mini-episode, a lovely interview. I've got comic creator, uh, comic writer uh, Hansel uh, Moreno on the show. He's going to talk to us about a project that he's got coming up uh, that actually he's got right now on Kickstarter, uh, Galahad and the Far Off Horizon. So that's the episode today. We're we're doing like a a sweet little interview so you can hear about the project, and hopefully you can go out and back it. Uh, So let me introduce my guest. Let's let's get it started uh Hansel thank you so much for coming on uh say hello to the audience
0: hey everybody how's it going
1: (laughs) awesome and they all said oh it's going really good thanks uh Hansel yeah uh, I've got you on the show and and I had uh I saw your project uh someone had retweeted it on kick on twitter and I'm always kind of I'm a I'm a I love kind of supporting indie comics whenever I can, and and so I saw the, uh, you know, the initial art page that you've got up on Twitter for it, uh, and I was like, yep, (laughs) so I clicked right away, I I went in, and I checked it out, and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to back that, and I backed it right away, Uh, and then you're like, hey, do you think I could, you you know, what do do you think about doing an interview and stuff, and I was like, fantastic, let's do that, so um, Hansel, we have a question that we ask all of our guests because the name of the show is Comic Exposure, Uh, what we like to do is we like to ask all our guests to think back, to go back in time with me. And what I want you to do is I want you to think of the first time you were exposed to comics, uh, the first comic you read or the first, like, comic book thing you got into. Can you share that with us? What was your first exposure to comics?
0: Uh, I have the first comic I bought was... uh... About ten years ago, but the first comic I had read to me it was pretty traumatic um, so I was born and raised in Mexico, okay and, uh, on a farm, and uh, there was a farming incident, and I accidentally cut some toes off, oh, like man. not all the way, but partially, yeah, and so we had to rush off to like a town over to find a medical professional who could do anything, yeah, and so they didn't really have any anesthesia, uh but my mom bought a ducktails comic which she then read to me as I was getting my toes sewed back on. Wow. And through the, like, crazy amounts of pain, I was like, oh, and what do they do next? And I was so into it um, that I really got – I mean, uh, I was a huge fan of the animated Scrooge McDuck show just because I love DuckTales ever since then. I don't know. As a coping mechanism. I just really (laughs) fell in love with those old DuckTales comics.
1: I'm going to tell you right now, you have the most interesting – story to uh the comic exposure question that that we've had on the show uh so so (laughs) growing growing up in mexico um the exposure to to this ducktales one where did it go from there that this this old uh you know um ducktales or uh, you know comic book what where did it lead from there
0: uh well uh i have families on both sides okay um in north mexico and texas so I think my grandma was, like, a big supporter of me reading, so she bought me a bunch of, like, Disney golden books. They okay. weren't, like, I guess Disney's lines of golden books. So I had, like, Bambi and Little Mermaid and, and pretty much all the uh, princesses and prince stories that yeah. they have, Yeah. Uh, Black Cauldron. And it was just, um, like, stills from the movie with the, the text, and it was uh, sort of, like, the first way I got into reading.
1: Fantastic. So a little DuckTales action. Uh yeah. you know what I loved that show as a kid fantastic I however did not have to go through the experience of having my my toes almost cut off to to enjoy it so uh yeah, man. Well, like I grew up out in the country uh you know I grew up in in, in Michigan and like surrounded by woods and forests and stuff Are you familiar with
0: combine harvesters? With what? Combine harvesters? Yeah yeah no I used to get stuck okay. behind combines all the time. Yeah one of those blades is what I accidentally cut my own toes off with
1: oh man that is that is not good that is not yeah that is not good okay. at all how how old were you i'm sorry uh what?
0: five or six five or six.
1: Oh man uh yeah that's that sucks but yeah but a love of uh of cartoon ducks was born that day yeah <laughs> so so, uh, Hansel, tell me about um, the project. Tell me about Galahad and the Far Off Horizon, this this 130-page collection that you've got on Kickstarter. What, what, what do you want to tell the audience about it?
0: Uh, the art is incredible. Um, I really like the stories I wrote for it, but just the artists that I'm working with are just some of the best out there. Um, they they I are really fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I'm really happy with who I got. Um, I wish I had ability to work with a few more artists, but uh for now, I just settled with five um that I could coordinate the schedules because there's just so much going on in everybody's lives uh but we have Julian Atkins Chan chow uh Devin Kraft, uh Julie Godwin, and maria France and there's five separate stories ranging in um our shortest stories like eight pages the longest story is forty nine um and they build this world of of this golem and the magic and peoples who live in it. So it's a, it's a fun story about, oh, it's sort of like a road trip story where they go from one place to another trying to accomplish what they feel is right. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, you get to see their counterparts. Like there's the antagonists that try to stop them for their own selfish reasons and the, I guess, heroes of our story uh, who are trying to do the right thing, not just for themselves, but for the rest of the world. So it's fantastic and magical and just really amazingly illustrated.
1: So let me ask, so the the main story is uh the 49-pager, the Garden of Galahad story, uh with with the Golem. Uh so did that come first or was that or did you play in a bunch of different areas and decide on that one? And or how how did this setup of all these sort of surrounding stories happen?
0: So I I first started com- writing mini comics uh three or four years ago. Okay. And it was just, just trying to teach myself the basics of telling a small story in eight pages or so. And, uh, with Chan Chow, I wrote the witch's laugh, which is a short little story about, um, I guess focusing on, on family. And I built this little magical world where the story takes place. And as I built all the rules in my head, I, I was like, Oh, it'd be interesting if this or this were to happen. And, uh, As I started to work with uh, Julian Atkins on a few other projects, I approached him with the idea of like, hey, what if there was this golem that was taught how to go through day of day by a farmer, and in doing so, like, accidentally goes through the farmer's collection of seeds and unleashes, like, an evil thing onto the world, and he has to deal (laughs) with it. And so uh, Julian Atkins has a lot of different styles, and we were going through uh, the different things he can draw, and we settled on this um, sort of larger-than-life... animated style and uh that's where the story really was born it was building the rules for a different story and then working with another collaborator in it
1: yeah you know what it, he really runs with this sort of Miyazaki sort of style in it but a, maybe just like a hair more um uh, cartoony at times right and it, as is i'm you know as i'm looking at the preview stuff for it like the 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 knight costume is all sorts of like disproportion but in this sort of very cool sort of way you know what i'm saying like uh yeah it's a it's a really i really dig the style of those stories and you know looking through and seeing you know on your website uh you know uh on um hanselmoreno.com you can go and check out some of the some of the pages and stuff you've got done and some other stories and the artwork for uh the witch's laugh is fantastic chan chow is it, it you really have like a fantastic collection of of artists on this thing. <laughs> and so my my question to you is, how did you get them all, buddy? It's, it's like Pokemon cards. You went out and you collected them all. Uh, how, how did you? How did you? What What are you promising these these wonderful people to all jump on this thing with you? It really is. I mean, like it. it you've got some great folks on it.
0: Uh, that kind of goes back to my first mini comic, uh, which is with Claire Conley called There. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not so subtle about how I hated my my first job. And so I reached out to Claire. We worked out a, a page rate for the book, and then it, it was something simple. I could run down to Office Depot and, and print it out myself, and it looking all shaky and messy kind of thematically with, with the book. Um, so once I had a, a completed work, I, I reached out to different artists. who were like, hey, you know, I want to write a comic. I have an idea. Here's something else I have done, and, you know, you know we can work out uh, some sort of page rate. So once I had um, – establish myself with one person yeah. it, it led to being like oh this guy's not just gonna like hey draw my comic for free or you know <laughs> oh you mean was,
1: paying yeah. people helps is that
0: is that <laughs> sometimes sometimes
1: uh that little that first mini comic you know it's up on your website there is it is a it is like a really concise but like a very sort of deep story man i, I was looking through your stuff on your website and i was like oh man that that got me right in the, right in the feels, the end of it. And it's, 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 it's it's really, you know, it's just really sort of exploration of like, you know, the, the things could be worse sort of thing, you know, but then really, are they you know uh it was a really kind of it's a really kind of cool little story i really dug it as i'm flipping through everything on there literally as i as i'm you know going through each one i'm like all right so he's got a he's got a really i like the artist on that one wow he's got a really good artist for that like you found some really good indie artists
0: to work with and
1: and i think that's the only way i can really you know explain a style like this right it's not gonna yeah it's not
0: amazing um she's sometimes like referred to sort of Jeff Lemire yeah, yeah but
1: it, it is kind of I, Jeff Lemire I,
0: yeah but her work is really amazing that that artwork still holds up I mean I could look and see some panels that I could have written better and like looking back now I, I can stage some stuff better I could spill some some turns or what not but I really love how she drew that that book and it still holds up and it it's still a story of like you know, we can make excuses for not taking a leap of faith or not believing in ourselves, but yeah. in reality, just boxing ourselves in. And I really like that that was the first comic that I guess I, I got off my chest and got got rolling with like, oh, I I can tell a story. And, and I hope I can bring a point of view that, you know, it's relatable, but it you haven't seen a hundred million times, like, you know, I, in my wildest dream, yes, of course, I'd love to write Batman, but <laughs> that's the thing I can start off of, you know, so I, I'd rather build like, I can tell a humanizing story. I can tell you something personal, but at the same time that, you know, you would understand as well.
1: Yeah. You know, and just, I mean, that being your first little thing you've got up there, right? Your first completed idea, that's your little summary you've got on the website is, uh, it's my first completed idea I ever, I ever finished. And it is a, it is a really great little concise little, little thing. And I was like, Oh man, that's really good. Uh, you know, you've got, like I said, you've got a lot of great collaborators on the on the stuff you've been with. You just finding some some great indie artists, and that's like I love that stuff. Like I love the sort of indie art style. I I'm not a huge fan of like house style stuff from DC or Marvel. So I mean, we we always kind of oh, talk about that.
0: We're better. Oh,
1: sorry to answer your question. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Um, well, everybody is mostly found through Twitter. Okay. Uh, because I joined Twitter for a comic con that I went to. I didn't know how to keep up with it. Twitter was new at the time. It's like, hey, follow these people to find out event times. So I'm like, great. And then I just started following a lot of artists. And so now when I see someone, I'll check out if they have a website, if they have some completed work, try to try to find out like a, a track record for them. Yeah. And then I'll approach them with work. Unless they're like incredibly amazing, then I'll try to just go in and get um, you know commission for myself so I can hang it up <laughs> on my wall.
1: Yeah, I saw that you've got you've got something coming up, or at least it's on the list on the website. The brawler.
0: <clears throat> oh yeah, yeah, that one's complete. I just need to update it. Yes, yeah. but I can't pronounce Matt's last name. I'm so sorry, we, Matt. We we but had Matt. We had great. Matt
1: on the show. We've had Matt on the show before. He's uh, great. Yes, yeah, he's got some. He's got a really good style. And, you know I've been following him on Twitter, and you know we've been you know sharing his stuff out and going back and forth, and he just he's been posting some like commission stuff he's been doing, and I told him I'm like, man, your stuff is getting so tight and so good, and it's such a cool thing to kind of see these artists kind of grow as you as you follow them on Twitter and stuff and
0: yeah, you know, he's been working hard on antique yeah. um I really like that stuff,
1: yeah uh i'm i'm excited to see that man i'm there's like there's there's uh you've got some really great stuff going on so let me ask you what made you decide to go this fantasy route like like is this is this something have you always been into sort of the fantasy genre or what what got you to decide to write in this in this uh you know this this genre of, of you know concept
0: i really enjoy the fantasy genre it's just it's just fun to go into a new world and um, introduce the rules to people and then, and then break them in an interesting way. Like, I mean, one of the classic examples is, is, is Tolkien, uh, where, you know, no man can defeat me and you're like, oh my God, that's, that's so, that's a great thing to yeah. learn. <laughs> where, it's, where He just switches, like, yeah, of course, no man can defeat you. Did you forget women exist? Yeah. And, uh, that's a great thing. So I just wanted to... Uh, play around with a uh, concept of magic and how it would work in this world that, you know, it was once an abundant source and now it's sort of like in not falling in favor, but falling in power and people have to learn how to make their own way through it. And then a sudden violent reintroduction of like this destructive force. And like, how do you deal with that? Do you just let it take over, give up, or do you fight it? Awesome. And so um, not all the, not all the rules are laid out in the story, but I'm hoping to, build stuff in the in the periphery and the in the background stories and the backstories of other characters. Awesome. And it was just to build a new fantastic world. Also, I just had played Monument Valley, so I was super into like sacred geometry. <laughs> and Julian yeah, had all that's... these like really great angles he can draw and I yeah. really wanted to play I just wanted to see him do it. And I had to make an excuse for him to draw it.
1: <laughs> it is it is a very you know, there's all sorts of like um you've got some really he's got some really interesting style in there the pacing is really good as i read you know as i you know you sent me the uh the main story to to read through and it is there's some really kind of cool ideas in there um of you know how he how he brings this golem to life and and you know the sort of story that goes along with it. There's a little bit of sadness in there, man. As as I'm
0: reading it. Oh, thank you. I he worked really hard on that. Uh, we went back and forth deciding, like, oh, what page should like this happen, or what page should that happen, and you know, we had to give um, the story room to, to breathe and be believable.
1: Man, I tell you what, I was I was reading through it and it got to that page, and I'm not I don't want to spoil it, but I was like, oh man.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but, Great. That's that's. Really, I had a friend who told me like, oh yeah, I cried like twice. I was like, oh wow, that's. I wasn't expecting that. I'm like, that makes me feel so good that I could have people feel emotions, not just cry. Yeah, not it powerful. made me feel
1: great that I could make you cry. Yeah,
0: yeah I'm a horrible monster. And that's the only thing that brings me joy. So, <laughs> so yeah. So, <laughs> it was, you know,
1: I I really, I do really dig this story. It's really great. So let me ask you, uh, is this the first thing you've had up on Kickstarter before or have you, have you run something through it?
0: Uh, This is my second project. I did a small uh campaign before, like two years ago, just to kind of see, um, uh, if I could finish the art out of pocket and then deliver a complete product because I really don't like... Um, I support a lot of Kickstarters. Even if it's just an idea, if I really like it, I'll support it. But I prefer Kickstarters where it's like, hey, look, everything's done, trade you cash for a product, and then they you know, try to go through the production as fast as possible. And I wanted to run one because, one, I believed in the story, and two, I wanted to see if I was capable of doing it on my own. And I had a... uh. Nate's Perilous Challenge. It's another book I worked on with Jack Rose. It's another uh, sort sort of delve into fantasy and reality, and uh, that was successful, and I got everything shipped out except for one reward because I had a backer not give me the address, and it haunts me to this day oh. that I don't have a <laughs> hundred Kickstarter. But I message them every three months or so. I'm like, hey, if you give me your address, I've moved like twice, and I still like try to like, hey, I'll send this <laughs> out to you. Oh, man. Uh, I have it in an envelope and everything. Like, I have it for their tear and stuff, but it's just like I wanted to make sure everybody got it. But um, no complaints, people. Enjoyed it. And I still – I was able to print quite a few. So I was able to sell it at shows and, you know, get my name out there. Awesome. Awesome.
1: So, uh, this, this project here, uh, you are in the midst of, you know, in the midst of it. Uh, so I'm going to, I'm going to tweet the link out to people cause I want to, I I've tweeted it before. I, I think I tweeted it twice saying, Hey, look, I backed this thing. You could back it. Uh, I want people to go check it out, man. I, I'm really, um, I'm telling you, I, I backed this thing. I want to get it in my grubby little hands. Like I've seen that, like I got to see the yeah, I got to see the digital it. version. And now I'm like, Oh man, now I want to like, I want to, I want to hold it and like snuggle with it. Cause I don't know. I, I, I love, uh, yeah. I love physical books. Right. So I love physical comics. So, um, I'm ex, I'm excited, uh, to have this thing, you know, make it. And then, uh, that, that, you know, we can, I can share it with the world and go, oh, dude, look, see what I got. Go, go check this out. Um. So let me ask you, yeah, about, let me ask you about your writing process. Um, you know, how does, how are you, you working with a variety of different artists on this? Um, how does your writing process work to kind of, you know, what's your scripting look like? How are you communicating with these artists about what you want on page? You know, I always think it's interesting to get this kind of, you know, this viewpoint from a writer. How are you getting the, what's in your mind uh, to the person who's going to, who's going to put it to paper for you?
0: I, I try some some tips and tricks from other artists and writers, like uh, Cody Chamberlain, who did Sweet Image Comics, and he's, he's done a few other things. Uh, he does uh, note cards where you write down story beats, and then you can just kind of move them around to the way it works, uh, better for, for the flow of the story. Uh, what I personally like to do is write bullet points, like one word or two word bullet points that make sense to me. Then I'll go back and fill everything out to a sentence, and then go back and write paragraphs and rearrange it. And then break it down by page and panel. Um, I'll get that out to an artist, and then I will explicitly say, "Hey, this is how I see it. If you have a different angle, or if a panel is just way too complex, or a panel should be two panels, uh, it's it's amazing how many little things I take for granted. That's actually you know two or three motions, and that doesn't translate well to comics. You have to like pace it out. Um, and then the artist will will read through it, make some ad- adjustment and changes. And then we'll settle on, you know, what we both can sort of agree on and go from there. All right. But it, it doesn't take too much once I have it written down.
1: Okay. So I kind of like that. You know, I've never heard anybody talk about that note card idea before. You know, you kind of look at, you know, you get trades and stuff like that. And in the back of them, they've got the scripts written and all that stuff. So you go you go in this sort of note card format, and then it eventually gets turned into a script. You kind of move your your pieces yeah. around. Oh, awesome. That's a really cool yeah, idea. i would I'd never, um, I'd never heard that before.
0: Yeah, Google Drive is great because you can just share it and make notes with each other. I mean, I'm sure there's other documents, but I do it um, on the cheap.
1: <laughs> and you know what? <laughs> Not to That's
0: what
1: that's what indie comics is about, man. You gotta if you're gonna do DIY, you get sometimes you gotta do the stuff that's free with it. You know? <laughs> yeah. So let me ask you, what made you decide to jump into writing comic books? I mean, you almost lost some toes, and that got you reading comic
0: books. Uh, yeah.
1: Did you lose any other appendage that made you say, you know what? I'm gonna write comic
0: books. (laughs) God, I I hate to see my heart, but no, no. Um, I I really enjoyed um, a lot of of just reading. I mean, I really just enjoyed sitting down and reading. When Image was just doing like its second or third wave of stuff, like I remember picking up proof and just being like, "Wow, this is a really great story." It was fun. It really lasted. I I jumped into. I Kill Giants. I mean, I have East of West, Glory. I have all this stuff in my shelf from from Image. And I just really, I mean, I love some DC, Marvel, and Red 5, Oni, like just pretty much everything. Yeah. And so I'm like, man, I would really love to tell a story in this format. And so that's where it kind of started bubbling uh, early 2000s back in the back of my head. And it wasn't until just a few years ago where I decided to make the leap into something I knew that is it's definitely a, a passion thing. I mean, I knew this wasn't going to be um, a huge, you know, money-grubbing technique or something. I, I wasn't in it for that. I'm not in it for that. I just really want to tell a story and have people join me on this, like, small adventure.
1: Very cool. Very cool, man. I'm always, I'm always kind of curious, like, is, so that the first story that you've got up that, um, you know, the, their story that you've got, uh, is you said it's kind of about how you really didn't like your job at the time. Are you still in the same job?
0: Oh no, that was like several jobs ago. <laughs> I, I moved on to other things. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I, I work in the medical field, so sometimes it's not your choice, and it's just like your company gets sold, so you yeah. have to, you know, move. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm in a position now where it's much better and I have, you know, more time to work on comics. So hey, that makes me happy. Hey, that makes everybody happy, man. <laughs>
1: that's that's awesome, dude. So, um you got into comics, you, you know, we kinda talked your process, we talked this stuff. So what have you got in I mean, I know this project's out here right now, you're you're waiting to work on it. Do you have more planned for this world or are you gonna kind of or are you you moving on to some other stuff, or what do you see with this, this world you've built with Galahad?
0: Um Well, I'd like to work with Chan Chow again. Um, I'd like to go back and work with Jack on on our different world, different story. Uh, I have a few things uh, planned to work on with Julian. Uh, We'd like to do something that has nothing to do with Galahad and just try a different style. And we would like to go back to Galahad eventually. Uh, Julian's really busy right now with game design, art, and a whole bunch of other projects that have fallen in his lap. So it'll probably be... Uh, a year or two until we get back together. But I mean, we could use a break. We were working almost nonstop for two years, so I have a a few ideas penned, but noth- nothing with a a solid artist or solid um like due date. Okay, okay.
1: Um, so this project right now, folks can find it on Kickstarter. Uh, they can find you on Twitter. Uh, and it's uh your Twitter is at Soup Sleuth. At Soup Sleuth, right?
0: Oh no no that's uh no, someone no
1: else. that's someone did your project there we go that's who did your profile pic your yeah, yours yeah. is Hansel the Lost Hansel the Lost correct yeah. Hansel the Lost so you know what folks uh, find oh Suflo is a
0: great artist yeah I'll say that
1: I I do like your little kind of your little chibi sort of style uh, <laughs> your little avatar you've got yeah. going on uh, so ladies and gentlemen go ahead and follow Hansel on on Twitter at Hansel the Lost. Uh, he's got the very first pin tweet he has is for this project and Kickstarter. I'm going to tweet it out for everybody cause I want you to go check it out. I want you to back it number one, uh, because it looks wonderful. And number two, cause I'm selfish and I want to be able to have it. So I, I, I want it, I want it to get funded so we can get there. You guys are about halfway there right now, right? Is that what it looks like?
0: Yeah, we're a little bit over half. Yeah. We just hit it a few hours ago.
1: So a little over half, just 10 days in, you've got 21 days to go. Uh, you know, I this is one of those projects. Like you said, this is one of those projects. You guys have it ready to go, right? You just have to print it out, correct?
0: Yeah, we have to turn the files over to the print. Yeah, so that, this isn't one of those. It,
1: so. sta- yeah, this isn't one of those projects where you're going to back it and five years later you're going to get it. This is this is a project that's ready to go. They they just gotta you know they're gonna take your your dollars and get this thing printed so it can get in your hands. So I want you to go ahead and check it out, check it out. Go ahead and follow Hansel on Twitter, see what he's up to, check out his website. Uh, you can go see his his website and check out some of his other work that he's got going on uh, at HanselMoreno.com. You can go there and check out a bunch of projects he's got. I'm gonna tell you right now, I want you to go and I want you to click, I want to to. go I want you to go to that link. I want you to go to projects and I want you to read his first story, it's called There. We talked about it earlier, I want you to read it. And I want you to go, dang, that is deep. That's what I want you to do when you get to the Uh, end of it. Because that's what you're going to do. You're going to get to the end of it, and you're going to go like, oh, man. Jeez. (laughs) So, Hansel, thanks so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. Uh, It was great talking to you about this stuff. Is there anything else you want to throw at the audience that you want to let them know about this project or anything else you got
0: going on? Uh, There's going to be a few more original art tiers added. Um, Julian, the guy who drew – Galahad, mm-hmm. the cards of Galahad. He just opened up for three digital commissions. So depending on how you feel about digital commissions, he's available for three. And we're a few more friends are helping in with like small, like postcard size illustrations of different characters.
1: Oh, very cool. So check it out if you want to get one of those digital commissions. He's got a great style, man. I would totally check it out if that's something you're interested in. Go check out the Kickstarter. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for tuning to the Comic Exposure podcast. Remember, you can find this podcast. I mean, you already found it. You're listening to it right now. But you can find all our old podcasts on the website, comicexposure.com. Follow us on Twitter, at Comic Exposure. We're on Facebook, facebook.com slash comic exposure. We're even on the Instagrams, uh, few and far between, but we're there, uh, at Comic Exposure. So uh, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening to this podcast. And I'm going to preemptively thank you for going and backing uh, Hansel's uh, in, in this wonderful bevy of artists he's got working on this book. Uh, I'm going to thank you right now for backing it because I know that as soon as you take a look at the first story, uh, you're going to back this thing. Also, one last question. Uh, In the Kickstarter video, you have a fantastic sweatshirt on. Uh, (laughs) Where did you get that sweatshirt at, buddy?
0: I actually commissioned that uh, from Kevin J. Stanton. I love his work. And so he uh, drew it up, put it on a website where you can buy It's called Print All Over Me. So if you go to printalloverme.com, uh, you can look for Kevin J. Stanton, and you'll find it. He also makes amazing pins, illustrations. He's just an all-around great guy. He did a um, 1001 Nights anthology on Kickstarter. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he's a super cool dude, and so I really love his style. I'm like, hey, man, would you draw me a sweater? And he's like, I've never been asked that before, and then he did. <laughs>
1: that so is was great. It is really rad. I was like – where do you where did you get that at it's so awesome so you can get that you can check out that kickstarter video and then get yourself a sweet sweatshirt like that too uh hansel again thanks so much for coming on i appreciate it uh ladies and gentlemen go kick out go check out his kickstarter uh go check it out all oh, there's other work on his website um dude thanks so much for coming on i appreciate it yeah thank you all right ladies ladies and gentlemen we'll see you next trade